What's up, guys? I'm Kyle Vieira, owner of Fighter Alliance Support. I'm Morgan Orr. I do with website creation and social media posts. And today we're just going to be talking about some of the issues in the combat sports industry. So one issue that many people talk about is the lack of book and fights. I think the issue is that a lot of people don't know where to find fights. And I think that places you can find fights are like, for example, like Facebook groups. There's a lot of Facebook groups that have different fight finders depending on location. It's even that specific. I think a lot of people don't utilize them because they don't know really how to use it or are scared to communicate with people because you got to think about it. It's um, that's their lives. So they're not just going to post themselves looking for a fight. They really want to know what they're dealing with. I feel like. Of course, but they also have to market themselves. Yeah, if they, they are, if they don't make an interesting post, then it's not going to grab the attention of the promoters. Yeah, and that's where I think posting for fighters is is a key. That's their image and everything. So like that helps them grow their brand, exactly. and help and helping them grow their brand can help them sell more tickets, help them get more fans to their fights. It can help with a lot of things, and of I think course. that it's the basis. Yeah, I think a lot of fighters miss out on that and. I think uh, we all they all try to aim for being coming this huge superstar, but they have to forget it doesn't just happen. You have to market yourself in different ways. You have to work for it. Yeah, for example, there's a lot of fighters. For example, stream on Twitch. Of course, and that's a good that's a good revenue source. It's a great revenue a, source, and it and helps you attract a different market. Exactly. Then hopefully you get that market to then transition to watch you fight. You get that connection. So it happens even amateurs and pros try to stream. That's one example people do. Another one a lot of people don't do is interact with their fans. You got to think about it. A lot of fans look up to these fighters as like role models. I know. Yeah, that's why they like, they like interacting. That's why they like commenting, liking. They really they feel a connection to this fighter. And I think a lot of fighters should embrace that. Communicate with your fans. Because you got to remember, the fans are the ones who essentially are putting the monies in your pocket. They buy the tickets to see you. They the, dictate. They dictate. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. And if I think... you don't have fans, then you don't have revenue. Exactly. And, it's a, at and the if end you of don't the, have revenue, then you don't have a job. Exactly. And it's you a business. You And that's why we think social media posts is so prevalent. Like, even the simple hashtag changes, the mm-hmm. simple sounds, simple edits can help you just attract more people to view your, view your profile. Because you got to think, but we're, we're, everyone's on social media. Everyone. everyone scrolls but you have to have one second to attract someone and i think a lot of fighters miss out on that exactly that split second you have to get their attention right away yeah and i think a lot of the like a lot of people there's certain content they want to see they want to see the backstory of like how the fight the camps the training they want to see that they want to see they want to see how it progresses they don't want to just want they don't want to see just the final result exactly that's why that's why they for example the ufc they does the embedded they get this that's why feeling. people are so intrigued. Intrigued, yeah. And that's, it has those different sources. Like, some people like the fighting aspect of the UFC. But some people would rather like the vlog aspect. But they still have both audiences. And you have to think about that. Yeah, they do so much to diverse themselves that a lot of other brands don't. And I think that's a huge issue. Like, everyone expects them to promote you as the fighter. But you gotta forget, you gotta... Prove yourself too to them. There has exactly to, you have to work for it yourself as well. Yeah, they're not just gonna sign everyone. Like, I think they'll help you give. They'll help you give the ledge. They'll give you the ledge, but you gotta work for the rest. Of course, yeah. I think a, a lot of people are scared to work. Like that's what I've been saying, or they just don't know. 
And I think that's why Fighter Alliance support was created, is to help guide fighters to what they need. Of course. They need help with social media posts, for example. We can help them with social media. We got that. We got that. Create edits, simple things, and we even showed them before. And I think that it doesn't even have to be a lot of posts. I think you just have to post frequently to get that audience be consistent. That's what a lot of people exactly. look for. Consistency is key. Consistency in both posting but also fighting. Of course. You have to be consistent in many different aspects. Yeah, and everyone. All the different yeah. aspects. Yeah, like everyone wants to get signed to the one, to UFC, the PFL, the belt, or you got to forget, like, you got to prove something to these people. For example, like, Francis Ngannou, a lot of people are very controversial on this topic because of the amount of pay-per-views he sells. So he sells 300,000, then everyone's like, well, like, not really a big name. But then he goes to PFL and gets this huge contract. Everyone's like, oh, okay. That's interesting. Then every, but then the whole, I think everyone's looking at the 2 million in the fight. I don't think people realize I can intrigue other fighters from different promotions, different heavyweights. You got to think about two million to fight. There's a lot of other promotions that ain't going to pay that for certain heavyweights. So some people will see that might gravitate towards that. A lot of people are not thinking about that. And the PFL Africa, I think, is a huge factor. I think that gravitates more of that area to go there because they see they have someone they can connect to. Mm-hmm. That Francis Ngannou lived there. He's done everything. You know what I mean? He understands those people. There's a connection there. Back to that connection factor. They're using that. And people just don't get it. Like, they even signed Jake Paul. In different market, a different connection factor. They're just trying, mm-hmm. to, trying to promote themselves differently. That's their avenue. And then one, for example, they do a lot of the Asian market, which is a whole different market that people don't understand. They're not like this market where everyone wants to see knockouts. They respect the sport. Yeah, Asian, the Asian market is so different. But they respect it. I think that's what makes it one so... So different. Different. So unique. Yeah. And I think they all of them do different things to differentiate themselves. Of course. Every promotion does everything. And I think that's what they... Different things to make themselves unique. Yeah, that's what... They're looking for that for fighters. What are you bringing in? You can have the knockouts and everything. You can have that that fame too. And that takes Mm -hmm. time to generate. And I think a lot of people just assume, oh, I'm going to get this record and stuff. The fans are going to come. Yes. Of course. But also, you also got to... That's not... Doesn't make them stay. Exactly. Does everyone think like Conor McGregor, Sean O'Malley, all their fans are MMA fans? No, some of them just like who they are. Sean O'Malley has some fans from Twitch. Twitch, the Nelk Boys. That's a different avenue that he uses. People don't get that. This is why mm-hmm. it's really it's I'm not. It's not hard to grow your market. You got the fighters. You have to look for outlets. Go on podcasts, YouTube videos, collab with people. I think people forget that. Like, and one. This is the entertainment business at the end of the day. You're selling something. You're selling in- tickets. You're selling sponsors. This you're selling- entire thing is a business. Yeah, people... Yeah, it is. And then and the issue is that the fighters forget about that. They get taken advantage of because they don't mm-hmm. understand that side of the business. For example, a lot of fighters, fight purses get percentages off. This can range from 5 to 20%. That's crazy. And all you're doing is having a middle person help you. Dictate that for you. Dictate that for you. But a lot of people represent themselves. O'Malley. Aljamain Sterling, just a few examples. And Ganu. And Ganu. Even in other sports, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing that people are starting to understand that they want to represent themselves. And I think that's what Fire Lions is trying to do for fighters. Give them a voice. Give them tools to Get be successful. Get rid of that middle person. Get rid of that middle no person. There's no need for that middle person. But if some people feel like there is, then we'll provide of them course, the right direction. Of course, we'll provide them in the right direction. It's all based on what they feel as they need. Yeah, and a lot of people looking for fights now, and it's it's hard. 
you guys have these promoters on these Facebook things, like, searching up fights, and it's, you guys could be doing that, you know what I mean? It's very simple stuff that I feel like they don't, people just don't realize. Like, you gotta train as hard as, as much as you do the other stuff outside the cage and everything. Of course, of course. And I think it's gonna be interesting to say how, every, like, the Ngannou situation plays out. People can be up in the air right now talking all their stuff, but he, he kept his word. And I think people have to understand that. That's what he's looking for. Of course. Clearly, he thought that it was the right decision for him, and we have everyone has to respect that. Yeah, and I think a huge issue with him was the fighter purse. Like, I talked about the two million. It's mm-hmm. like... Fighter, a huge one. Fight, everyone talks about fighter pay, but also that comes with the agent fees. is a huge one that a lot of the fighters lose. Of course. It doesn't even matter your, uh, the first fight on the card. You're still paying an agent fee. Yeah. And you're paying your trainers. There's all these other few people you don't get. You get taxed. Multi- you have to pay multiple things. And some people don't think about that. Yeah, that's, that's, that adds into the fighter pay. Because they're, they're, they're they're, they have to pay that money. Mm-hmm. And people just don't get that. And then... Oh, it's the fighter play, BAME, the UFC, and all that. Of course, everyone has a role to play, but everyone has to understand they're in a fault at some. And so I think that that's why the Ngannou thing is very compelling, the, the voice factor. And I think that's where more people will start to see that. Like, think about it. A fighter going onto a board position like it is very unheard of. But that's added in his contract. These ads into a contract can now up use for other fighters to add other stuff. It doesn't just have to be about the money. It can be other stuff. Mm-hmm. The business side that a lot of people don't understand. And I think that's very eye-opening to people is that, hey. Of course, it can give them inspiration. Absolutely. And it's like, okay, I can, I can do stuff a little yeah, differently. Like, oh, like, I, like he accomplished that, like. Maybe I could accomplish something like that. Yeah, and it takes time. Or, like, maybe I could get closer to that. Like, oh, like, that's what I that's what I want to look like in how many years? Yeah, that's you know why I mean? it's, it's, it's interesting then. He also gets to box and have sponsors. And I think it, uh, sponsors are a huge topic in the huge. fight. Amateurs have... Even amateurs, even fighters on the regional scene have issues finding sponsors. Mm-hmm. And I think finding the right sponsors, too. Of course. Like, you can post... And that also, with the social media posts, you have to create engaging s- posts to attract these sponsors. That's your image, your thing. They want to have some on the back. And that all ties in. Sponsors are... the engagement. Exactly. Sponsors are everything for amateur and regional scene fighters. So, if, if we can help fighters get better sponsors, even more sponsors... It would be amazing. There's so many companies out there that are willing to sponsor athletes. You just need to show them who you really are. You I think show them your name. Yeah, I think also a, a little bit is it's vulnerability. You know what I mean? Show them who you really are. Because not everyone's just going to back, like, like, for example, they're not just going to back someone who just talks to talk. You know, there's a lot of other stuff that comes into it. And I think that we'll see, like, sponsors... Some of the huge ones are for the UFC. Mm-hmm. Some hu- huge ones for minor, for regionals. And I think that, that we started to get more fighters sponsors by the UFC. The fighters can't. But that's, that's different because the fighters want to go to the UFC. They have that already. Yeah. And I think that there has to be some of a middle ground. But it will take time for change. Of course, of course. It always takes time. Except for everything. We're also forgetting the UFC's been 
like 30 years. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, they've been here. It's not like every other league's been around forever. And it, it takes time to adapt. You know what I mean? And so... And also, like, the MMA is still new, I feel like. Like, of course, the UFC's been around for 30 years. But, like, compared to, like, other... It's more mainstream sports, now, it's, yeah. It's become it's a, more league. Yeah. It's a newer sport. It's not as prevalent as other sports. Yeah. And, and it's, I, over the years, it's just going to keep progressing. So you have to think about that. Like, you have to take that into consideration. Like, it's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. Like, just think about the MMA scene in 10 years. Oh, yeah. It's going to be crazy. I think the, the merger the WWE shows how big the sport is becoming. I think a lot of things prove it. Just look at the, the numbers. Some of these fighters get paid now, but not all of them. Of course, yeah. And that's what people look at. People look at the negative issues over the the good. And I think that's what they forget. Is that some of these moments change lives for people. You see a UFC fight, it inspires people. I seen it, for example, Adesanya, when he was, he, before he was champion, then he went to one of the fights. He's like, I'm going to be here. And you embrace it. You believe in yourself. Like, that's who people back. I remember I seen a thing, Devin Haney's like, oh, why can't? Boxers lose and gain, have their publicity to compare it to Adesanya because he lost to Pereira that he won. But I think that's a whole different ball game. There's a whole lot of different issues between boxing and MMA. The whole padding of the record in boxing. Of course. I feel like it's, I feel like it's a little bit two different scenes as well. Yeah, and it's more individualized pr- promoter. Yes. That, and then, then of you're... Of course yeah. there's going to be some similarities, but I feel like overall it's very different. Very different. Very different. I think that he's him saying that does bring a valid point. Is that of course. I think people look at boxing, look at the the undefeated thing, and he was talking about Floyd was that, but I think Floyd was a little different. People wanted to see him lose. They still bought it. You know what I mean? He, exactly. He, he still got that viewership. He exactly. still got that he money. He don't care. He just cared about the money. I think a lot of people forget that. People forget that even if you hate somebody, you're still. You're still supporting them by buying that. Exactly. Yeah, people just don't get that. Like, it's it's they they people want that. Like, people are gonna hate you or love you, but they're still gonna tune in to watch you, and that's all that matters. That's all you care about. And that's why the people who get mad and all, but don't like these fights, just giving them more attention and stuff. That's what they want. Give them them more. But it's also with social media. They these fighters also create posts to engage with them to get them a reaction. They want that reaction. They want that engagement. They want their fans to be hyped up. Yeah, and I think that they also post on so many different social medias. TikToks, Instagrams, they just know how to... Snapchats, Twitter, like... Everything. Go on live, like... Everything. everything. And I think some fighters just like to just do their own thing. And I think that's okay, but you have to understand if you want to... Of course, some fighters are more low-key, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't think it's a bad thing, but, like, you still need... I feel like at some point you still need that. That little bit. That, that little. engagement. Even if it's just a little bit. Yeah, like, of course. Like, of course, like, you want fans, but, like, you want them to stay. You want them to be. Exactly. And um, for, we're watching the Conor McGregor um, Netflix thing and his engagement. Like, after the press conference, he's out there t- t- high-fiving his fans and stuff. Just imagine a Conor McGregor going out th- doing that for his fans. Why, who's, why can't anyone else do it? The exactly. biggest star in, ML- in MMA was after a press conference going out of his way to... See his fans, and a lot of people don't do that. They just go right away. They forget that. Yep. They get the stardom. They forget about the people who took them there, and then that's where the fan engagement comes. You got to grow your market to that point. You're so big that they'll stay around no matter what. Got to think about it. McGregor's been losing. 
couple fights in a row, but he's still one of the biggest names. He's still going to generate. He still has that fan base. Exactly, because of Cause how. people love who he, he is. Exactly. They've, they've they gravitated they've, towards him. Exactly. And they, because he's marking himself well. He's done so many that boxing's another avenue he did. Whiskey, another. Opening exactly. a, a restaurant. Exactly. Being with the people. You're interacting with the people. You don't, people don't get that. And it's just a restaurant. No, I'm saying you have to do a restaurant like him. Go no, on social media. Not. You can do your own different you can like if Even if you're a fighter, you can go on social media, scroll a couple Instagram, like some people's photos. You'll make their day. They'll post it. Exactly. They'll, They'll tag you like, hey, it. look who liked my, my post. They'll be like, oh my gosh, no way. But people just don't get that. And I think that's what the Fire Alliance support is mm-hmm. trying to do. It's just trying to help. It's trying to understand, like, what do people want? How often should you go online, for example? Should you do giveaways, stuff to attract people. I also think interviews. Interviews are a huge one. I think going to... I feel like a lot of fighters miss out on the opportunity with interviews. Yeah, and I also think a lot of fighters won't reach out. Like, you got to think about why should... Like, you got to think about if you're just an amateur fighter, why is a big MMA person going to... Reach out to you? Reach out to you. You got to reach out to them. It's a two-way street. It takes two minutes to reach out to someone, to send them a quick message or a quick email. Exactly, you can do like a 10-minute segment of the podcast just to get your name out there and more. Exactly, just to talk about yourself, get your name out there. Yeah, just literally. Tell them who you are. How, there's hundreds of thousands of MMA podcasts, MMA accounts I'll post your highlights. So many. It's just, you, gotta, you just gotta do it. You gotta just reach out. And I think that like you looking for people, the management to reach out, I was like, why? Why? Like, y- you can do it too. And you got to think about it. these guys on the regional scene in the amateur, they can't afford to be paying these agencies fees. Mm-hmm. You have to they're have training. Even some of them have jobs while they're training and stuff. So, like, where is the time? And I think that's where Fighter Alliance support comes in. It helps. Mm-hmm. S- simple stuff. It's not like every day you got to go crazy on the social media. No, just, just post a little bit. Just keep them engaged. Keep them going. A quick five-second video with a little caption. Right, if you look at the fighters who are very popular and not so popular, you can look at their social medias, look at their engagement, you'll see a big difference. Not the way they of look course. or anything. It's just just based on how they the perceive comments, themselves, the likes, exactly like how they talk to their fans, like exactly. And a lot of people just don't get that, and I think, I think that's it's a that's gonna be a huge factor. Like, there's only certain certain amount of spots on all these huge promotions, right? You gotta make. How are you different than that other fighter? Of course, you have to make yourself different. You have to make yourself stand out. You can't be like every other person. Yeah, we got like then you got, for example, some fighters they have like the name value. Like they've done like the Division One wrestling. They've won like Bo Nickel, for example. He has that name value, right? He's earned that. You know what I mean? That's another way. But some fighters never have that. That's why you use the social media. Of course. Or, or even like anything. Make go out. Anyone can go out. Anyone can make a poster. Mm-hmm. For example, like a fighter, do like a QR code for tickets poster. Go put it, it around your so area. So easy. So easy to do, but a lot of fighters don't do that, and you have to do that, especially on the regional. Like the people in your environment, are the ones who are gonna support you. Then once you get bigger, it'll be a more nationwide, more mm-hmm. bigger audience. But it takes time. You gotta start local. You know what I mean? You gotta start local. You gotta do the hard and the, you gotta do the gritty stuff. Gotta get your hands dirty. You gotta promote yourself, and then every business. 
Exactly. Starts like that. Exactly. And, and these fights gotta look like you're a business. Yourself is a business. You are a... Yeah. How long is the fight you career? You are a business. Not a long it's time. Not a long time. It's so very what's gonna, short. What's gonna happen after? You you need that image to keep you going. For other... Pl- you can... Of course. Yeah. What do you do after you fight? After you're done fighting, like, what do you have? Exactly. You, a lot of fighters don't have anything. That's why having that background in social media and just having that fan base really helps. And you start when you're... Or the, after you're fighting. Exactly. Start on, if you're an amateur or on, or on the regional scene, that start going with your social media. Get the get the local people first, like we said, and then get go bigger. It's just... It's going to take some time, but it's going to be worth it because... It's going to be worth it. What are you going to be, 30, 38, 40 years old, about to retire, and you only have the 2,000 followers? What's going to happen to you at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. Right, you want to be able to be secure in life. I think of that's of course. And fighters are humans. Of course, they're still humans. There's there's still jobs, and this is their life. And if they want to do it, they should be able to to live comfortably like every other job. I agree. And I think, and I think, but it takes them to get the money for them, mm-hmm. for the post, for the negotiations. Even with us, we we talk about negotiations. We can help them analyze, negotiate how to counter, because you sometimes. You're getting, you're getting some not-so-good money. And it happens. Sometimes people try you and jip you. You have to know your own value. Exactly. And you need to compare, actually talk and to a people. Lot of, a lot of people don't know their own value. Exactly. And that can hurt them. Exactly. And um, what we're trying to do is... And without knowing that, you're missing that one piece. Exactly. That's why, And that's why today we're starting a podcast. Like We're just here trying to just... Try to help. Of course. It's going to take time, but I think it's on the right path. Like... Anything. There's so many different social media. Talking about like Pinterest, talking about any little thing. There's so many different Facebook, apps. Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. Rumble. Like so many Rumble. different things. You just got to put yourself out there. I see this. I see so many like a fighter from Cage Warriors. He posts so much on TikTok. I, I'm, I like that. He's a, he's a story. There's someone. I don't even know who really who his name. I know his face. I know where he fights just because of where I've seen him on social media. Of course, the more you see something, the more you're going to recognize it. Of course, and I think... And you want that. Yeah, exactly. The more you see something, the more you're going to reconcile with it. And I think a lot of people don't get that. And I think we're not sitting here and say, like, post spam and stuff, but just be consistent. And I think a huge thing is post what you want. Exactly. Don't post what... Don't post what you think other people will like. Because you don't want to... You don't want to start posting what other people... What you think other people will like, because in... Not only will that... You'll hate, you'll hate posting. And, like, you don't want to do that. Yeah, that's right. You want to enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. So do something you like. Like, if... You're a fighter, post your fight stuff. You should be proud. Exactly. If you want to post training, you post it. If you want to post some highlights of your fight, you post it. That's what MMA fans If you want to post you chilling at home, exactly. post it. Some people want to see that. Give the fans at least something. Exactly. And that's what a lot of people don't get. And it's like, hey... How are you going to get people if you ain't posting or showing your face? Exactly. They want to see you. And then everyone's like, oh, I got to go to a big promotion to get my face. No, you just have to build yourself. Exactly. Build yourself and then other promotions come calling you. You can start small. Some of the best things start small. Yeah. And a lot of people forget that. You don't have to start at the biggest promotion. Yeah, we don't. Sometimes it takes time. All right, guys. I'm going to cut it right there. Um, if you want a part two, like. Um, we're just testing out the whole podcast thing. I think 
it's just we're trying to show you we're trying to create other sources of avenue for us as well we're trying to show you guys we have so many social medias we're trying to prove to you guys what we do is successful for you and that's what we're that's why we did this and talk about some of the issues because if we know some of the issues that means we can help you and i think that us talking about it for a little bit if you want to talk about it a little more you guys know where to find this fighter alliance support and peace out